Greetings everyone, welcome to Shy Lounge, I am your host Shindley, and man, it's been some time since I did an episode, for those who are uh, still subscribed to the show via iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, thank you for holding on, uh, thank you for being patient, I've been uh, going back and forth with some of you on social media, honestly it's just been very very busy, going back and forth, going on the road to these wrestling shows and these concerts, entertainment, but I do have interviews lined up in the can for you, so I'm back. I got free time now. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna update on I'm gonna update you about a few of the events was going on between then and now because last time I had an episode, I think it was May or April or something. I uh, kinda don't know. I just put one out, uh last one with Justin Hires from the uh hit show Rush Hour, which ultimately right now has been cancelled. But, you know, life goes on. Justin is still making uh, moves. He's still doing it. Uh, You know, uh, still got a stand-up thing going. Still a funny guy. So, I wish him well in the future. But, man, 2016 has been a crazy year. You know, I started the show and I had a a bit of uh, momentum just doing interviews. And I'm being called to uh, doing other things as well. Um... You know, I I gone down to my, uh, should I say, adolescent state of Virginia, and I've been doing some color commentary for a company called Hampton Rose Championship Wrestling, which I've done down uh, down in uh, Norfolk, Virginia in June. Uh, You know, up and coming company, pretty great. You know, I'm just helping out, going back to uh, what I would say my home state where I grew up, and just... um, just just giving back to the wrestling uh, community, indie wrestling as a whole. So uh, that's what I do. But I also been on the road reporting, as you see from my reports from allwrestling.com, Angry Marks, PWP Ponderings. I can't get them wrong. They're, they're pretty good people. Um, a lot of other sites around the world, uh, you know, mostly they've been getting my WrestlePro uh uh, results that are coming in, I, I guess because of the names, uh, but don't worry, I'm trying to push the, the indie scene out further so uh, a lot of other people can know some names in indie wrestling, some of the hard workers that are out there, and some of them my friends, some of them not, but the hard working indie guys, because there's a movement that's coming up in indie wrestling, and uh, for those out there who are WWE fans, this is where the wrestlers come from now, so... The new indie wrestlers that you see in NXT and in the new Cruiserweight uh, Classic Tournament. Those are all indie guys, so you got to see them before they get big. So you can say, i seen them. I know that guy. i seen him. I know him. So, shouts out to all of them. Uh, shouts out to a uh, great guy that I met uh, over the past couple months, which I haven't mentioned yet, uh, Johnny Gargano. Um, and also... Um, you know, it's just been a lot of uh, deaths uh, this year in 2016. The last four months, it's just been crazy. Uh, uh, Prince had passed away, one of the greatest icons in music. Uh, and also, to me, one of the greatest stick men ever, if you've seen his catalog of women. Um, you know, uh, somebody else passed away, too. I can't think. You know, David Bowie, um, China. Uh, it's just a lot of people to have. Even the great Muhammad Ali. How can I forget? You know, Shinblade is stupid for you forgetting the greatest, the, the greatest and the prettiest of all time. So, um, 
it's just been a uh, crazy year. I've been having a very, very busy summer. I'm still reporting. I'm still going on the road. I just had some time off this week to uh, create some episodes and uh, load up some interviews that I have been uh, getting into. Also, uh, shouts out to uh, Tier 1 Wrestling in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I've been frequenting uh, back and forth to New York a lot lately. Um, you know, this company is revamped, uh, making a whole lot of connections in the uh, New York scene around the boroughs, uh, Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, uh, just all over. Uh, so, shouts out to them and the owner, Dennis Long, uh, great guy. I'll be doing some uh, developments for him out there. Wow, I just said a mouthful for an intro. <laughs> Please excuse me. It's just a lot that's been going on the past couple months, so I had to refresh you on it. Um, but... If you want to skip over this part, all I can say is go to my Facebook, uh, facebook.com. Now they're using uh, usernames just like Twitter. Username handles, whatever you want to call it. So catch me on facebook.com uh, at official shinblade, all one word. Twitter uh, is shinsational1, S-H-I-N-S-A-T-I-O-N-A-L-O-N-E. And Instagram is shinsational1 also. And for those who are trying to uh, get get me on Snapchat, it's not happening now. I, I don't see a reason to. Um, some people got me got me into uh, they're, they're coaxing me to use Snapchat, but I just got too much on my plate right now. Um, I do Periscope. Um, I used to until Facebook Live kind of uh, ruined it for the people of Twitter with Periscope. So it's a big war with that one. I gotta look and see which one's better to use, Facebook Live or Twitter, but let me know. Tweet me, Facebook me, whatever. Um but anyway, uh I gotta take a drink here. I'm sorry, I do this uh intros and outros uh without even drinking so the mouth gets dry and I get stumble on my words, so you know, it happens. So anybody who else does podcasting, it also happens. Oh yeah, uh, another company that I'm I'm doing some work for called Fight, which is out in uh, the counties of uh, Maryland uh, that surrounds Baltimore, uh, run by Mike Nolan, uh, also uh, helped by uh, Jimmy Morris, who AKA James Ellsworth of WWE, even though he's not of WWE, but he he's getting a lot of steam from his uh, recent match on uh, Raw against Braun Strowman in Pittsburgh. Uh, Wish him nothing but the best. Um, I know of him. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I'm a best friend and I know him. He wear buzz and we hang out. He's just a good guy. You know, I, I talked to him uh, about two weeks before he made that uh, jump. Two or three weeks at the first fight event. And, um, yeah, kind words to say. And next you know, he blew up big. So, <laughs> who knows? I may have him up here on Shy Lounge. I, I may not. Uh, I, I just do it on the basis of uh, just putting him on the show. No need to mark out and say, I got to have him, got to have him, got to have him, because everybody else is. You know, shout out to In Your Head uh, Wrestling Radio and Jackie Jones for having him. Um, that has to be a pretty interesting interview, so I got to listen to it later. But uh, anyway, speaking of guests, my guest uh, this episode is former UFC star and indie star Matthew Riddle. He's been a good friend of mine. I met him up in Pennsylvania about a year ago. Uh, introduced to me by uh, historian Ed. Um, should I say old school Ed? We've been going over this uh, for for a while. Though. He's, he's one of my good friends. We'll be going on the road together. 
Um, very old school fan. He's not a fan of the new school uh, wrestling that is now. So I guess him and I are like the odd couple. Even though I like my old school wrestling because most of the time when I watch my wrestling matches, I gauge the fans more than I gauge the wrestlers. And vice versa, it depends on who's in the ring and who's out in the crowd. Um, but uh, pretty much uh, Matthew Riddle, uh, former UFC star, um, apparently uh, he'll tell you the reason why he left UFC and started wrestling. Kind of of a unique wrestler, whoever uh, seen uh, Matt Riddle. Um, he doesn't wear boots. He doesn't wear knee pads. He just wears MMA shorts and gets in the ring. Very laid back guy. Um, my thing, I think I said it on this interview. I didn't listen to it lately uh, after I took notes. But he reminds me of a new incarnation of uh, Rob Van Dam because they're so laid back and they're so chill. Even if they get a little bit upset and get a little tedious. They're just so laid back. Um, I mean, too bad I, I called uh, John Morrison, a.k.a. Johnny Mundo from Lucha Underground, California cool. But um, I would have called Matt Riddle California cool because he's from California. He's a laid back guy. He's a very good, uh, he's a good uh, associate of the Shinblade. I'm not going to say we're friends because uh, I don't want to lie on the man and make him mad at me or anything. But, you know, I think he would be uh, honored or he wouldn't mind me calling him his friend. The thing is, uh, I don't I don't like to lie. I don't like to do any of that. Uh, I just like to tell you, the listeners of Shy Lounge and the fans of Shinblade and Shy Lounge, what is and what isn't. And that's what Shy Lounge is all about, learning and just uh, having fun. I'm not a... I'm not a uh, wrestling radio guy where I need to know certain points so I can hit the dirt sheets and and be uh, popular. I'm just a journeyman going on the road, mostly on the East Coast, and tacking interviews as a journalistic approach. I've done it on a weekly basis, but guess what? There were interviews that I wasn't doing, and I had to get back on it um, because I was having so much fun out there. So it's kind of like that. So Matt and I, we uh, we kind of go hand in hand. He's a California cool Sorry, John Mundo. I'm a Hawaiian, uh, whatever you want to say with an H, uh, that is positive. So, anyway, we talk about his style. We talk about UFC. We talk about um, a good old special uh, green friend of his and a lot more other stuff. But, as always, I do have a, uh, a song to play. And this is from one of my good friends, uh, should should I say his DJ name? I think his name now is Celine, who is a.k.a. D, uh, DJ Z from TNA Wrestling, or should I say Impact Wrestling, one of the two, a.k.a. Zima Ion on the independent circuits. Uh, he did a mix, which, which impressed me, and I just heard it today to get into things. Uh, it's, from, it's a mix of the theme song of the late wrestler uh, Jorge Gonzalez, or... Uh, should I say, from his WCW days, Elegante. And he had moved on to the WWE and the infamous uh, name and character of Giant Gonzalez. You know, the, the guy who uh, wore that big airbrush suit that looked like a naked uh, caveman, seven feet tall or whatever, uh, which a lot of people have their jokes upon. But I'm not going to say anything about that. Uh, he unfortunately died in, I think it was uh, 2010, or 2012, between the two of those years, uh, you know, from complications of diabetes, and um, I think as far as a giant, he lived a full life, even though their lifespan is not that long, so 
rest in peace, Jorge uh, Elegante. But anyway, uh, this is from Salim. This is from uh, Salim, a.k.a. D, uh, DJ Z from TNA with the mix of Elegante. Enjoy. Sensation Matthew Riddle, or should I say Matt Riddle? Either or works. Okay, um, how you feeling? It's Tier One Wrestling here tonight, uh, Brooklyn, New York. We're in a uh, Catholic uh, church hall here. Um, we're doing an after show, so anybody who hears uh, noise in the background, please forgive us. We're just trying to head out, and I had to get Matt because I've known him for about a year almost uh, with uh, LCW slash Keystone. Yep, with Keystone Wrestling. and yeah, I think we talked to Danny Cage at the factory about coming up there. And That's stuff. awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he gives a lot of good advice on um, social media, him and uh, Brutal Bob Evans, yep. who I was with on Friday and you were with on uh, Saturday. Yep, yep. Did you get your hangs with Bob picture? I did. I got I hung with Bob, got that pick, got a hung with Delirious pick. I don't really? Know. Yeah, I got a pick with Delirious. That's a rare thing, I believe. So, What does that mean? 
They hang with delirious. I don't know. I just made that up. You said hang with Bob. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Does he take pictures with people and stuff? I never got close to um I never got close to deliveries to take a picture, but hang with hang with Bob what he did was he take pictures with it and he hashtags it. Hangs ah. with Bob, so that's why I asked you about it. Gotcha. I don't know if I made that list. I did take a picture with him though. Well, you know, if you took a picture with Bob, then you gotta hangs with Bob thing. All you gotta do is put it on social media and hashtag it. Just hashtag it. Yeah. I'm still getting used to the hashtags. Yeah, um, I try to do the most common ones. You know, you got people that do run-on sentences, like, yeah. you know. Um, but not to be off or anything, but I like this Alter Beast hat, this throwback from uh, Sega, what was it, 1989, it, it was a long time ago. It was that arcade classic turned uh, Sega classic on the Genesis. And, uh, it's one of my favorite games growing up. I play a lot of games still. I do too. And then, uh, you know, have a GameStop reward points. I bought some oh, yeah. of the games. The, the hat was on there, so I got the hat. Okay, well, um, now, I mean, I, I kind of broke away from playing console games because I joked uh, people who got mobile games, you know, like, pick up a console. Now, I got like four or five Marvel games on my Samsung and just keep playing them on the road all the time. And one thing I, I told you and David about that drove me insane as of this day in July that everybody's playing Pokemon Go. Like, it's the big thing in social media. You turn on Facebook and you got like 10, 20, 30, maybe 40 friends playing Pokemon Go. And it's like crack. It's, it's huge right now. And the thing is, you know, when I was a kid, it was huge with kids. Mm -hmm. But these are grown-ups. Yeah. Like, driving their cars, <laughs> playing Pokemon Go. People are getting in accidents. You know, uh, I think a guy walked into a police station to get, like, Charizard or something. It, he are, did? I believe so. And the police had to stop him because that's where he was located. But, uh, I don't know, I was more of a Dragon Ball Z guy growing up. You know, oh, where man. there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Vegeta, Goku, you know, the whole nine yards. Piccolo. I, well, I hate, crew, to I hate to stab you in the chest with this, but what do you think about that Evolution movie that came out years ago when they were in the school or something? <laughs> not so much. Not so much. That never happened, right? Yeah, I, I don't. That's not the Dragon Ball Z I know and love. Okay, well, um, you, I know you as a wrestler, but I didn't know you as a uh, MMA star. I mean, can you tell me about your experiences doing UFC and yeah. uh, mixed martial arts? How did you get into that? Uh, you know, I, I was big into pro wrestling growing up as a kid, but of course, as a kid, you can't do pro wrestling. Yeah. So I was in school, so I started amateur wrestling like a lot of pro wrestlers do. Mm -hmm. Got pretty good at it. Won state to nationals, went to college, wrestled there. Pretty good there. Then, you know, started doing jiu-jitsu and MMA. And uh, tried out for the Ultimate Fighter, got on, and I was 21 when I got in the UFC. And... I was fired when I was 27, so I had a six-year career in the UFC and made a lot of money, had multiple fight of the nights, submission of the nights, and uh, yeah, made a bunch of money. Then uh, due to politics, I was released, you know, just a difference in opinion of medicine and stuff. Can, and, you, can you get into that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I was fired for medical marijuana. I had a medical marijuana license. At the time in the UFC, they would allow fighters to use TRT and HGH and okay. Oxycontin and Vicodin. As long as you had a doctor's note, but That's weird. I had medical marijuana, but and I had a doctor's note, but medical marijuana is considered a performance enhancing drug. Well, Oxycontin, Vicodin, Ritalin, Adderall, HGH, TRT arms. These are prescribed by your physicians. How is marijuana? You know, honestly, to me, how is marijuana a performance enhancing drug? You know, I, I I did in college. 
and I never felt empowered to at least beat on somebody like very fiercely like they do in Ultimate Fighting. I, I've been smoking and using cannabis for quite a while, and I've never used cannabis and been like, it's time to beat somebody up. It usually relaxes me, chills me out, and for MMA, definitely not a performance enhancing drug. For an eating contest, definitely a performance enhancing drug. Well, we are in New York, and they had a Coney Island hot dog uh, eating contest. Maybe See, they, they test them for marijuana they or something. They don't need to test them for steroids, just test them for marijuana. Yeah. And that's a PED in that contest. Well, um... I'm a I'm a supporter of hemp, but I I'm you know honestly I'm, I'm gonna be open. I'm a supporter of it, but I just don't like marijuana to the point where there are guys who are putting chemicals in it, and you smoke it, and you find out there's like clowns in the room, and you freak out, and you know then um, I I would actually do it um, except for the THC part, which like gets a lot of people fired from their jobs. Yeah. Um, I I don't I don't get that part. Um, you know, in the state of Maryland where I live, they're about to, they just have a 10 grams law. Like, if you get caught, they take it from you, give you a fine and whatnot. They don't arrest you like they do anymore. Um, but I, I want him for my clothes. I would like to do that. Um, I learned from RVD, who, uh, in a way, you remind me of him. Um, me and RVD, the first time we ever met was at the Playboy Mansion at a legalized weed party. <laughs> we, met, we, we met at in the grotto. We were in the grotto. I was, I was smoking. He was smoking. I saw him, I'm like, oh, man, damn, you know, I, you know yeah. I'm all excited, you know, I watch pro wrestling, and he goes, Matt fucking Riddle, I'm like, oh, what, man. I'm like, you know who I am, because <laughs> I watched The Ultimate Fighter, bro, Yeah. so yeah, we hit it off, had a great time, and yeah, me and Rob are both on the same page when it comes to hemp and cannabis. Okay, because um, I never met him yet, though, and then I, I just found out recently that he had broke up with his wife, which is weird. And he's dating um, somebody I know by the name of Katie Ford, um, TMZ snitch as they called it. But anyway, um, I, I was, I'm a herbal guy. Like whenever I get sick, I want some herbs to heal me. I don't like pills. I never like pills. They're killing our society, and um, I see it all the time. And agree with you, you got people that can come in your house and rate your medicine cabinet and get like messed up on Tylenol. And um, and I, I agree with it. I mean, you're not harming anybody. I mean, I guess, like, when you're wrestling, you can't have that because you can foul up some moves. Yeah, well, you know, I, I can see in the sense it's not a performance-enhancing drug, but it can harm others in, mm -hmm. you know, your occupational situation, be it professional wrestling or MMA. And maybe I'm not putting them in more danger, but I'm putting myself in more danger because I'm not reacting as fast. Yeah, and, um, you know, I noticed over, I'm going to shift it a little bit, I noticed over the year, um, over the year that I've known you, that you're getting a lot of steam. It, I mean, maybe it's me, I was thinking it was the UFC, the UFC um, um, background that you had, and people just say he's a name, and you got into Evolve, and now, you know, the dirt sheets are saying WWE's looking at Matt Riddle, which, to me, they look at everybody, uh, yeah, whoever they're, gets they're a little steam. Any, on them. They're looking at anybody that... Gets a gets a head to turn, you know. So. And, and plus, you know, we know that Evolve got a little small uh, tie they to do, WWE. They do for sure. You know, hence that tournament that's coming up. The CWC, the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus, you know, I've I've been in the ring with William Regal multiple times and cut promos on him. And that's, that's where something. I caught you. Yeah. And um, I'm a big fan of William Regal, technical. I love all that stuff, man. Um, yeah. Another thing I wanted to ask you is that you have an unorthodox uh, kind of attire or the lack thereof that you wrestle just like Kevin Von Erich, like in plain feet. Yep. And I never 
understand how how like I, I mean we both wear sandals all the yeah. time in California type thing and I never understood it because I'm afraid I like I would break a toe or get stomped on or not. You, you know what it is for me, just doing jujitsu and fighting for so long, mm -hmm. and you have to do it barefoot. You can't wear like, yeah. knee pads or anything. You have to be barefoot, just shorts. And I was just so used to no harnesses, no braces, no shoes, no nothing, that, you know, it's just like part of me. Like, I don't like wearing knee pads. I feel like it's just extra. Like, I don't need it. You don't get burns on your knees or anything? Nope. I, when I first started wrestling, not pro, but when I wrestled in high school and college, I, you know, I did. But after, like, probably like a couple months, your knees get conditioned. Okay. Like, I don't even have hair on my knees. Like, <laughs> my, my, the rest of my legs are covered in hair, but my knees are bald. Okay, because sometimes, you know, when I see, like, a, a wrestler a wrestler that uh, doesn't wear knee pads, I find it unorthodox. Like, except for back in the day, like, in the 50s or whatever. So, um... I mean, evolve. Like, you still do work with them. Like, you do a lot of uh, events with them. Yes, I, I work every time they have a show. I'm working for them. And uh, every time, same thing with Beyond Wrestling. Every time Beyond has a show, I'm working for them. You know, those are the two shows. I'm guaranteed you'll see me on every time they're on. You know my friend uh, Dari, don't you? Um, from Square Circle Cafe. She frequents Beyond Wrestling. She lives in Massachusetts. I think I might. I mean, if I shoot you a picture of her on her profile. Like? Um, she's a Latino, got glasses, uh, you know, she's thick. Does she have a nose piercing, a hoop in the nostril? I don't know. I met her in... Glasses? Uh, yes. I yeah, met, that's her. I know who you're I, I met her about. on Rhode Island. Uh, at Rhode Island. Because uh, she's at all the shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's at most of them. I've been wanting to go. I think the last show, I pushed her out of the way. I was like, let me in the ring. Oh, and yeah. some guy was like... Don't push her. And I was I'm sorry, like, we're getting up, interrupted by Rude Boy Riley. Yeah, that's his name. He's Who, gonna who's going to be a future guest on Shy Lounge yeah, one day? Because yeah. we're both straight edge, uh, quite honestly. He has more tattoos than I. But um, So in wrestling, Beyond and Evolve is your top. Uh, Those are my top places right now, but I actually got hit up quite recently, and I'm wrestling in the 2016 Bola tournament. Wait a minute, I forgot Monster Factory. Yeah. The, the real life heels. I do that as yes. well. I wrestle at the Monster. I wrestle all over the place. Those are just the two places I've been wrestling consistently for like the last probably eight months. Okay. Like I'm guaranteed if Evolve has a show, I'll be on it. If Beyond has a show, I'll be on it. Okay, and Monster Factory is just uh, in uh... Yeah, Monster Factory, I'm on their shows that they don't conflict with the Evolve or Beyond show. Okay, because I, I like all of you guys. Uh, Punisher Martinez. Oh, yeah. And um, was it Punisher Martinez, QT Marshall, yep. the three of you? I thought it was more maybe... You're just that good. No, I, I know beyond. Good. I know beyond is probably like one more or something. Uh, um, one of the guys in the main event uh, tonight, or at least I just saw a picture where he was posing with you. I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, I like I said, I enjoy your work. You, you're uh, very laid back. You're very chill. I mean, it's very surprising. I never hear any like you just never get angry. Like you know, just play at it. I mean, what's what's your secret besides marijuana? You know. It's just, you can't really let things get to you. Is mm -hmm. once you let things get to you, it kind of starts eating at you, and like, you can never kind of recover 100% from it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like let things just roll off me, you know? And for the most part, it works out. When it comes to like life situations, like the crowd, stuff like this, mm -hmm. it's perfect. With, you know, closer relationships, you gotta kind of care a little bit more, you know? And you gotta put a little more emotion in that. Okay. But when it comes to this kind of stuff, 
You can only, you gotta take it how it is, you know, you can't look too far into it. Well, because, you know, like, if they, you know, quote, quote, cough, cough, one day WWE picks you up and you'd be on the road and, you know, sometimes their TV shows are so intricate where you gotta be at a certain spot at a certain time and, and, um, I know that's gonna be stressed a little bit for you. But um, I get it too. I'm a Zen student. You know, people see me shin blade and they wonder why I'm so chill. I mean, I'm a Scorpio too, so I can get a little angry. <laughs> but um, with you, I think we're kind of like both kindred spirits a little bit. So, um, but it, but like I said, with your um, with your MMA, like how does that uh, transition being in the ring? Honestly, it was probably one of the easiest transitions because uh, like I said I got into all this stuff because I loved pro wrestling so in the back of my head I was always like even though I was sparring people fighting for real I would still like play fight with some of the other guys you know mm -hmm. that weren't maybe on my level and I've always been playing with it the only thing I really didn't work on was selling you know mm -hmm. so when I first got into pro wrestling that was the most difficult thing for me I didn't sell you know because mm -hmm. in a fight you get punched in the face you don't show anything yeah. Because if you smile, they're like, oh, I hurt you, and they're going to come at you. So it's like, you just don't do anything. You're like, nothing happened, you know? Oh, wrestling, they don't touch you, and you got to act like they yeah. hit you with a baseball bat. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. So that that was, that took probably like three months to get used to, really get used to. And I still think I still have a ton of work to do with it. But it's gotten a lot better. You're actually humble enough to just actually see that. And, you know, with all the... The esteem that you have behind your back and people looking at you and booking you everywhere, uh, United States, Mexico, um, sometimes Europe, Europe, Europe UK. Canada, United States right now. Maybe Japan in the future. Probably Japan. I'm hoping so. I think with my background and with my credentials, I think it's a matter of time. Okay. Well, um, let me let me ask you these two questions. Um, it's the same question, but in different fields. In the UFC, what was your uh, best achievement? I think my best achievement would be the submission of the night I had at UFC 149 because I made a, I made like $150,000 that night. <laughs> so that's one hell of an achievement. So it wasn't the artistic form like you made some guy. Oh, it was guys. pretty artistic. You know, the, I cracked a guy with a left hand. He went for a spinning back fist. I hit an arm yeah. triangle and uh, choked him out. Okay. So it was still artistic, you know, and I had a lot of fun too. It was a good night. What about in uh, wrestling, like, you know, your biggest achievement to this day, like, the greatest thing that you've ever done? Greatest thing I've ever done in professional wrestling so far, I would have to, I would have to say, it wouldn't be one thing. It would have to be a compilation of everything I've done this year mm -hmm. to get to where I am. At the beginning of this year, I, when I started with Evolve and stuff, my goal by the end of the year was to get to PWG, get to AAW, get to AIW, get to Beyond, get to all these shows I knew were big. And if I got on, you know, like C4 Wrestling or Smash Wrestling, get on YouTube, if I knew I needed to get all this. And I got to, do, I'm going to get to do all this in this year. You know, oh, yeah. I got to PWG. You know, I've been wrestling at the Factor. I've been wrestling at Beyond. You know, I get to have great matches with Tommaso Ciampa. I'm wrestling Roderick Strong next weekend, you know? I want to see that. Yeah, I, I can't wait to do it. I know yeah. it's going to be snug as hell and it's going to be aggressive. I, like, I'm excited for that. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like I've been given a lot of great opportunities, and people always, when I say that, they're like, I don't think you were given them. You earned them with your, you know, background and this and that. But in my head, it's pro wrestling. 
anybody can be given any opportunity at any time because it's professional wrestling. And I've been lucky enough to be handed that opportunity mm-hmm. and get to run with it and see where I go with it. And fortunately for me, I've been able to hold the ball and not drop it. Yeah, and um, a lot, I've seen a lot of people who are actually birthed with it and handed to them, and they just crap all over with it. it. It takes a lot of work in wrestling. I mean, I see these matches. I see people taking down the ring as we do now, and it's just a lot of work. And um, even as a podcaster, and um, I, I train myself just to feel and sympathize, and just in case somebody asked me to get in the ring one day and, and do a match, you know, take an occasional bump. I'm, I'm not afraid to do that as long as I come out healthy yeah. and uh, come out fine. I can, I can do it, you know, as long as I don't David Arquette either and win a world title on my only night. Um, I, I, I mean, I know he uh, he regrets it a little bit. And a lot of people yeah, do. it wasn't his call. That's no, the, no, no, it wasn't. That's the booker. But um, before I get out of here, um, do you have any advice for, like, people who are who just aspiring to be wrestlers or yeah. MMA uh, fighters? Well, MMA fighters are a little different. You, you got to be, to be an MMA fighter, you know you can be an MMA fighter. You, you got to be a little, you got to be wired a little differently. You got to be able to, like, flip that switch and get real, really quick mm. while still keeping your cool because you got to stay focused. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was the other question? Did you say something about pro wrestling too? Um, I asked you about pro wrestling, and you said it was a lot of things. And um, you know, uh, <laughs> I have uh, a, a certain wrestler taping us during the interview, so I, I would love to. Me. It definitely distract. I, I would love to get that video uh, and put it on my uh, page and Instagram and everything. And I'll talk to him later. You know, he probably be my next interview. Uh, time for biz. You know, to, to place some clothes on me. So um, anyway. Give everybody your... Uh, advice about professional wrestling. Yeah, advice yes, yes. The advice I'd give is just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be some crazy character that's stupid. Don't be some Viking. Don't be some lone wolf. You know, be yourself. It's 2016. It's the real world. Everybody knows what we're doing. And you know what they want to see? They want to see real. Mm-hmm. They want to see a guy talk shit for real. They want to see a guy maybe get the match a little real from time to time. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. So my only advice is just be yourself. And I know a lot of people say turn it up to a hundred or a thousand, whatever. Take that advice as you want, but just be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else. Take bits and pieces from people, but be yourself. All right. Well, um, also, Matt, give us your uh, social media where people can find you on the Instagram, the Facebook, and the Twitter. Um, so, you know, <laughs> like Chris Jericho, yeah. the Twitter? The Matthew Riddle, the Matthew Riddle on Facebook. If you look me up, you'll see me. I'm pretty jacked with a belt. <laughs> uh, on Twitter, it's RiddleTuff7. And then on uh, Instagram, I think it's RiddleJBTuff7. Okay, the well. Jawbreaker. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you very much, Matt. It's Thanks been a pleasure. I like to have you on in the future. Of uh, we could we could shoot uh, about anything and get the video game. So I love it. Like I said, thank you very much. Sounds good, dude. Thank you for having me. All right. Man, did we discuss a lot in that interview? I mean, I, I didn't even know that. I should listen to it more. Uh, you know, because uh, Matt, he he had really gone through a lot. Uh, in the interview, I mean, we talked about the green stuff. We talked about transitioning. We talked about William Regal. Um, you know, and that's when I actually heard about him was that match, him and Regal at Evolve Wrestling. 
um, about a while ago, and that's where the dirt sheets and the news sites from around the world was talking about how uh, Matt Riddle's getting picked up by, uh, not picked up, but he's being looked at by uh, Triple H and the WWE, which, you know, uh, it happens to a lot of people. I, I, I know a couple wrestlers who they get looked at and, you know, something some happens and they don't, it doesn't work or they go the other way or whatever have you, but it's life and they move on and the WWE moves on. Hopefully they'll come back, which I know they will for most of them. So anyway, thanks to Matt Riddle for the interview, very laid back interview, and that's the basis of uh, Shy Lounge. We just be laid back, we talk about anything, and also, as far as having fun, I wanted to make it a learning uh, experience for those who uh, are listening and those who are a fan of Shimblade and Shy Lounge, because as I say again, I'm a journeyman, this is a journal type entry, to, uh, when I interview the wrestlers. It's not something of a uh, put out on you know social media to say this guy said this, this guy said that. It's just something that I want to do and, and offer it back to people because I love contribute to indie wrestling. Maybe one day I'll contribute to WWE, NXT, uh, Ring of Honor, TNA, or whatever have you. I mean because I love being in the business and I love helping out. It's not it's not for me to say. Uh, I want to feel a purpose in life or feel wanted as sort of a salty ass individual would say. Um, no, it's just that, you know, as some people can identify with when you contribute, it gives you a warm feeling inside and you don't have to go home with your head up your ass saying that, uh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. Because really, you know, when you, when you go home from doing what you do, you get in the same bed that you uh, climb in, the same house, unless somebody hands you a big fat check. Uh, other than that, you just go back to the same house you live in, the same bed you climb into, and that's just basically it. Uh, you know, you got to be realistic in life, and that that's how I like to live it. I mean, if somebody hands me a nice check, I, I try to look what pa was past it and what I have to do to get the check. Uh, instead of selling my dignity or integrity or whatever have you, because I'm not that type. And um, hopefully the people around me that support Shy Lounge isn't that type either because I, I try to be as as real as I can. Sometimes we can be phony. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't work out to our advantage and we have to deal with it. But again, that's life. Um, we were closing up in tier one. Um, uh, thanks to uh, Matt Riddle, along with uh, the owner, Dennis Long. Uh, we have... Uh, kind of almost secured a partnership between Shinblade and Tier 1 Wrestling, so I'll be doing some work with them in the future. I'm proud to be part of the family um, with Tier 1 Wrestling and the other uh, companies that are associated with Tier 1 Wrestling, uh, Wrestlers Laboratory, uh, BCW, which just merged with Tier 1, uh, Pro Wrestling BAM, a lot of names that I, I can uh, round off here in the New York area. And you know what? Maybe the sensational one should move to New York. I'm always up there all the time. So why maybe, maybe I should just go up there and take a chunk out of the Big Apple if it's not uh, diseased already or the worms haven't eaten it already. Mm, but a guy can only drink. But anyway, um, as far as this date in August is concerned, I have a re I have a somewhat of a busy month. Um, this weekend I'll be in Tier One Wrestling. Uh, on. Uh, August 7th, uh, A Savior Amongst Us, 
featuring the one and only uh, former WWE star Damian Sandow. Uh, I think his name is Aaron Stevens in the independence, uh, whatever we can call him. I met him at Russell Pro in June. Very nice guy. Pretty tall guy, too, in, uh, you know, despite what you see on TV. Um, I, I was actually shocked when I met him. He's a very, very gracious guy. Um, very, very thankful guy because he's been he's been through so much. Who For those who haven't known, he's been through so much before Damian Sandow has ever existed. The, the character, the savior of the masses. Um, I remember as part of his uh, teacher's pet with Michelle McCool and Casey... Uh, uh, I think it was like uh, Casey James or something. Um, but anyway, um, I would like to have him as a guest on, you know, as long as people are not hounding him for interviews and hounding him about why he left WWE and, uh, you know, uh, what he thinks about this person, this person, a shoot interview, anything like that. Because if he says it on Shy Lounge, then I can take it, but I'm not one to bug him. I want to talk to him about the other things like being on the road, being independent, how people are taking him in, you know, what his favorite things. Maybe he likes Pokemon Go. I'm not sure about that. And FYI, for those who are asking uh, Shinblade Sensational One about Pokemon Go, no, I'm not a Pokemon Go guy. Uh, it's, it's just not my thing. I wasn't into it back in 98, 99 when the big craze came out. Um, and a lot of people gave me respect for that. Um, I'm just not. I'm just not into it. Uh, I, I have a lot of things to do. I'm reporting. I'm going around doing color commentator for companies. I'm doing interviews on other people's shows. Uh, I'm getting calls myself. I'm not no big star. I, just, I feel blessed, and that's the one thing I should have said in the uh, beginning of the show. Hence the small hiatus that uh, Shy Lounge has been has been on because I just been running around to the point where I, I don't sleep. Um, I was ill for a while because I, I didn't sleep, exhausted and everything. Because this is a small brand. This is me. This is uh, only me. You know, I'm not a business, as some people would say uh, about theirs. You know, you got to make money to be business. <clears throat> I'm sorry, the smoke is killing me. I, I have incense in my uh, studio, let alone my house, because I'm always firing up uh, uh, incense, uh, courtesy of the company called Wildberry. Uh the origins are in Ohio. Very, very good incense. Got the dragon's blood here. But anyway, uh, it's just me, a guy on the road um, with, with a bag and, you know, with the prayer beads and, uh, you know, Kofi and the the uh, somewhat Henley shirts. Um, but, you know, speaking of prayer beads, I have, a, have, I have to send a shout out to... Uh, the bullet babe, Amber O'Neill Gallows, for she uh, has one of my prayer beads that I just gave away. She has one of the, one of my better prayer beads, and it was just a gift to her. And I didn't get that picture, but I'm not salty about it. I'm going to see her down the road. I'm always running past her. She's doing the show the other side of town, and I'm doing a show uh, on that side of town. But anyway, um, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be here. I like what I do. Uh, I, I love to help out. Um, I made so many friends in the industry. Some people, some of the indie stars have come out to me on social media and want to connect, which is which is a big blessing on its own. I, I sometimes uh, wake up in the morning and I can't believe that certain people would reach out to me, which is so awesome because 
Um, it, it shows you that I'm doing something. It shows that I am, I am doing the right thing, and that's the way I want to go. If I never become famous, so be it. If Shy Lounge never gets off the ground, uh, so be it. I don't care. Shy Lounge is a gift from me to you. Maybe it's a bad gift. Uh, you can always put it down and leave it. If it's a good gift, you're welcome. I thank you for listening. If it's a great gift and if an inspirational gift, then you're doing my heart pretty well. And um, I love you for it. And for those who love the show, I take pictures. I will I will stop what I'm doing if it's not important and pose with you, do the shy hands, whatever have you. Um, um Autographs, I'm not that good because I don't have a good writing hand to do autographs. So mostly just pictures and uh, that'd be it. But anyway, um, I don't know if I said this before. I'm not fat checking my uh, recordings. But DJ uh, Z, thank you for the song from the Elegante mix that uh, you have gave to me uh, today to promote. Uh, check him out on SoundCloud. He's under Salim. If you need any help, contact me on Facebook, contact me on Twitter, uh, where is Zima Ion's uh, SoundCloud page, and I'll tell you. Ooh, excuse me. Um, also, um, in the month of August, I'll be pretty busy, and I'm just going to round it off to you. This weekend, I'll be at Chair One Wrestling with Damian Sandow. Uh, next event, I will be in House of Glory on the 19th of uh, August. 19th of August, I'll be doing a little wrestler wrestling uh, quote-unquote bar crawl. I'll be at House of Glory in Queens. Uh, they, they will do their high-intensity five event featuring the Hardy Boys, uh, Jeff Hardy, or should I say Brother Nero, Broken Matt Hardy. Um, I swear I don't know where his character came from. Some people say Sweeney Todd, but i never seen the movie. Uh, Drew Galloway, who's a great guy, uh, met him back in January. Very tall guy, by the way. And the uh, very funny Mickey James, who has bombed my pick uh, with Karen Jarrett and myself back in uh, March. And I will never let her, <laughs> I will never let it go with her. And uh, shouts out to uh, uh, her husband, uh, Nick Aldis, who was formerly Magnus of TNA. And also their, their little son. I, I forgot his name, though. I mean, he I, he was a very uh, cute, handsome handsome kid. He climbed up on me on a WrestlePro event, which was funny. Uh, just a funny story on the road. But anyway, those are the dates that I'm doing. Uh, the next week, I will be uh, at... Well, actually, after the 19th, I will be doing a after-podcast party of SummerSlam at Jimmy Seafood in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh you know, courtesy of uh, Johnny Crabcakes, who would not be around at the time, but he has uh, bestowed it upon me that I could do a promotional, uh, you know, after podcast recap of SummerSlam. And if you want to be a part of that, uh, you know, just come out to Jimmy Seafood, Baltimore, Maryland. Just Google. It's only one place. And we're going to have a, a great time. You can be on Shy Lounge. I'll be asking fans their opinions of what happened at uh the uh, WWE Summer's Biggest Party, or whatever they call it. Um, the next week after that, I'll be in Brooklyn again for uh, Ring of Honor's Field of Honor. I'll be over there with my uh, good friend Evan Ginsberg. 
Uh, I'll be doing his uh, show, Legends TV, in the morning. So practically, he'll be my uh, road dog for the whole day. Uh, just doing the show and then going to uh, Field of Honor and and going. Uh, then after that, I'll just be back in Baltimore. I'll be doing doing some more. Uh, the 26th before that Field of Honor event is a uh, event in Baltimore Soundstage with a spoken word concert by Jake the Snake Roberts. I uh, never met the man before. I will hopefully like to get an interview with him. Uh, working some things out right now, and I'll give you the details on the next show if there is one be between time and time. Um, I'm going all, all over the place with dates. Please excuse me. Um, anyway, with the House of Glory, there's that one uh, date. Then there's a Warriors of Wrestling sponsored with Tier 1 Wrestling in Brooklyn, so I, I might have to hop over there and uh, show my face at the event and, you know, see see what's good over there then also there's a uh a funk event in amityville new york at the mousetrap cafe which evan ginsburg friend of mine is doing so i'm just gonna be all busy all over the place i'll be in new york all day in uh august 19th if you want to get a picture with me please uh tell me what borough you're in and we can arrange that and set that up okay that's a lot of words uh meanwhile like i said thank you matt riddle Thank you, Zima Ion. I'm going to get out of here. It's late. I said a mouthful of words. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for everything. And I'm going to close it out with the same old theme that I have. This is Shinblade, the host of Shy Lounge, giving it to you honest, uh, honest, real, and ready. So thank you for listening to Shy Lounge and be blessed.